This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. And now, the winner is... Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, you peacock, cock. Time for sports here with Taz and Jim joining us from Global News Radio. It's Devin Peacock. And Dev, what is going on with Cleveland Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield? Let me ask you a question. Do you believe in UFOs and Sasquatch? Because Baker Mayfield, quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, does. <laughs> and are they related or are they just two completely separate entities? Like, is is Sasquatch from outer space? <laughs> like Alf? Yeah, like Alf, like a, a really Alf's tall brother. Yeah. So, uh, Baker Mayfield does not believe Sasquatch is zooming around in UFOs. He just uh, believes in both separately, but he was talking about these on Monday. He had his contract picked up for another year. He's going to make $18 million next season. Congratulations to Baker. Uh, Baker. But back in uh, March, he and his wife were driving in Texas, and they saw a flash of light. It was later confirmed by the Navy <laughs> that there was some uh, something in the sky, and he believes in UFOs. In 2020, in the United States, there were uh, UFO sightings that were up 51%. So Baker is not alone feeling as though UFOs are out there. I, I don't know. I'm suspicious. I feel like he's really trying to pitch Space Jam 3. <laughs> I believe he believes he saw something. But <laughs> but I you don't, don't believe that? Why did why would he lie? Like George St Pierre, UFC fighter, Canadian legend, also said he saw a sure. UFO. What do you what do you have but to do? A gain? UFO is an unidentified flying object. It no, but the way Baker anything. Mayfield describes it, it's like like he's something he's never seen before. I forget the exact description, but there is no mistaking he what he, he saw, saw a for spaceship. an airplane. Yeah. Here, here's my argument to the UFO believers. If oh, here we, we go. have UFO belief, if we have UFOs out there, are there do they keep coming back? Like fifty one percent. Like there's like hundreds and hundreds of people seeing UFOs. Like are there that many alien races out there that they're all coming here or they keep coming and going? Like are they lost? Like what are they Dev, doing? Dev, grow up. The aliens aren't coming back. They're coming from the hollow earth from inside. They're an ancient civilization. You're not even paying attention, Devin. <laughs> You know what? You're, you're right. You got me. <laughs> Get a shovel, start digging, look under the pyramids, Dev. You'll never believe what you find. This is brilliant, but I guess it's also illegal. Boyfriend who dated 35 women told them each he had different birthdays, so he'd receive gifts, is arrested for fraud in Japan. <laughs> So, a 39-year-old man arrested. He had 35 girlfriends, told each of them... Uh, he wanted to be in a serious relationship, but uh, he, he needed some time, and he told each of them that his birthday fell on a different date of the year. So he'd really spread it out. Mm-hmm. He'd be getting presents all year long. <laughs> it's kind of like having an OnlyFans account in real life. Uh huh. That's not illegal. No, but you're actually being honest you know, on that uh, platform. He only got away with like $1,000 worth of presents, too. <laughs> now he's been arrested. I've, I do know some people who do that, like, you know, at restaurants, if it's your birthday, they give you a free meal or a free dessert or something. Mm-hmm. So I, I know people who have it planned out. Um, they know that at this restaurant, they've said that 
April the 5th is their birthday hmm. at this restaurant. April the 10th is their birthday, so they can go to different restaurants and get free food throughout the year. Kind of brilliant. Kind of. Br- I, I know I know couples who do that. It'd be like, oh, it's my birthday today. I've never heard about like keeping track of which oh, restaurant so you've been sneak, at. They'll sneak off and tell the waiter. It's like, oh, yeah. do you want to bring a free piece of cake to my wife? It's her birthday yeah. today. And then the wife would be like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Meanwhile, it's free cake, and they both want it. <laughs> Uh, two forks, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw our buddy Daniel. You know, you know, uh, Goalies go Daniel. Yep. He <laughs> said that he says tells restaurants that his birthday is four twenty every year. So he goes out specifically on four twenty. Yeah, he's like, what day do I want to get free restaurant food more than four <laughs> twenty? Here's a sneaky move for you. Yeah, and you probably if you keep repeating it, you probably have the confidence that it's believable. When's your birthday? 420. 420. Done. Uh, today is National Tell-A-Story Day. <laughs> Jim, tell us a story. Oh, no, I don't have one on the, just <laughs> ready to go. It is tough to have... Like, it's like when somebody says, tell a joke. Yeah, but also during a pandemic, like... We're not generating as many stories as we used to. True. Like, true. hey, what happened to you yesterday? Uh, nothing. <laughs> you know what? It was almost a blessing that I separated my shoulder from uh, that skateboard accident. Even though it was embarrassing, at least we had something to talk about for a couple days. I know. Could you do do us all a favor and hurt yourself today so we have something for <laughs> yes, tomorrow? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. National Tell a Story Day. It's also, oh, this is one of the best meals. If I was if I was on death row, this might be my final meal request. Prime rib day. Mm. Is there anything better than a prime rib? Love a good prime rib. I never order it at a restaurant for some reason. Like, you always go with go- the steak. I instead? always go with the steak. But you know, at a catered meal or something like that, you get the prime rib. It's always a treat. Christmas time this past year, I caught COVID nineteen. Lost all smell and taste. Couldn't taste anything, couldn't smell anything. For a month, it was gone. It was, it's crazy. Like, when people say you get COVID, you lose your smell and taste, you completely lose it. Hmm. You can't smell or taste anything. Uh, anyways, we had bu- purchased this giant prime rib to have for Christmas dinner, and we defrosted it, <laughs> uh, had to cook it. So for a month when I was recovering from COVID, I was eating like the most beautiful prime rib sandwiches with hot horseradish on them and <laughs> couldn't taste a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you enjoy the texture? Oh, it was a travesty. <laughs> it really, the taste of food really, really makes eating better. Yeah. It's the whole thing almost when you think about it. I, I was talking to a, it was actually a, my dental hygienist when I was at the dentist a couple weeks ago. And a friend of hers got COVID a year ago. Smell and taste hasn't come back apparently. Hmm. It says that they're real foodie too, like oh, loves eating. Yeah. But they're talking now about they eat based on, like you said, textures. Wow. Which is weird. Like I'm in the mood for something that's a little spongy. Yeah. I'm in the mood for something. I need that's a, little a little crunch in my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> I need some something I can slurp. I need some mashed potatoes, something just easy. Yeah. That sucks. It does suck. I would take that time without a sense of smell or taste to like break some Guinness World Records or something like that. Like you just said horseradish. Why not break the record for most horseradish? 
which is usually super hot, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And Get it still there. is on the back end. <laughs> you don't lose that uh, that sense. Eh? No. Oh. Okay. Well, we've ruined National Prime Rib Day. We were talking about how delicious prime rib is, and now we're talking about horseradish poops. Mm. Great. Eddie and Nolsey. Two guys who were working hard in your backyard yesterday, Jim. That's true. That's true. Opening up the pool for the season. Well, not opening it up, actually. Just uh, replacing the liner for the first time in 25 years. I, I bought this house, I think, three three or four years ago, and it came with a pool that was already it, it's, on its last leg. Like, beyond, like, all the, you know how each pool liner... It's not that bad. No, you know how each pool liner has, like, a pattern on it, like a beautiful blue pattern? Sometimes there's a band around it. It was white. And the whole pattern had been washed off. Yeah, it was faded. It was it was like it, it needed to be replaced three years before I bought the house. So I f- I finally scraped together some money. <laughs> Helps that your girlfriend moves in, you start chipping in here and there. But we decided we'll we'll replace the liner this year, and uh, it's a mess. Yeah, and Nolsey was not happy with you because you didn't open your pool last year. You just let that thing fester. Well, I didn't, it wasn't on purpose. It was, uh, you know, I was on the cusp of replacing the liner last year and it was basically unopenable because it was it, like the corners had, had come in and there was like a gap between the, the concrete walls and the liner. It was, it was useless, but it was in the middle of the COVID, you know, confusion time. So it was like, is it really the right time right now to put a, you know, three grand, four grand into a liner when who knows if I'll have a job next Month. You know, it was yeah. like, it was a confusing well, you time. Were t- you were talking about just filling in the hole. In. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it might, which is also inc- incredibly expensive. So I was like stuck <laughs> between a, a rock and a hard place. Um, but uh, you know. But how gross was that pool when, when th- those guys had to climb down into it and peel that liner out? Oh, I got an earful. I got an earful. I got, Eddie, Eddie called me and he said, you know, you know what you did is illegal, right? I said, what? He's like, you didn't, you didn't open the pool up last year. I was like, well, it was good. And then I just didn't. I felt like I was getting trouble by my dad. He's like, Nolsey was in there and he's, he's screaming because he, he came out of there. He was covered in green, like the swamp, like a swamp monster, like the Loch Ness monster or something. And I was like, how bad could it possibly be? Get over it, Nolsey. And I go home and there is literally a green trail from the back of my yard <laughs> to the dry, to the, to the laneway. Trail. Like almost like a slime trail, like if like the swamp monster or something, or almost like if you shoot an alien and there's a trail of green blood going back to the UFO. It was so distinct. And it was like, I can't imagine what the car was like that he got into with a van after he cleaned that all up. Did they charge you extra for that? Or? No. You're a lucky guy. I know. But uh, I apologize because um, apparently the reason it's, le- it's illegal and thank God it is. Is it really it is. illegal to not open a pool? I'm sure that I, I I hope there's a bylaw against it because obviously still water, um, yeah, bugs and mosquitoes and, and obviously the worst thing, especially with West Nile kicking around. Um, yeah, I obviously made a mistake last last summer, but uh, I just didn't know what to do. But you're getting a new liner, new liner. You're gonna put chlorine in the pool, I'm assuming. Sure, sure. Once yeah. in a while, you're gonna test the pH levels. Yeah, I've I've, I've opened it before, I, but it was. I, I'm just wondering. Okay. Well, thanks again to Eddie and and Nolsey for putting up with Jim's uh, cesspool yesterday. Another reason why I need some cameras around the property, though, Taz. Because how funny would that that have been? Nolsey covered in green slime. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) 
Cleveland Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield just signed a $19 million contract, basically, uh, this week. But the top headline involving Baker is about the fact he thinks he saw a UFO. <laughs> Nobody, yeah, $19 million, five years. Great. Congratulations. You saw a UFO? <laughs> what? Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I mean, we're talking about it. It's just, it's wild when when, when famous people like uh, put the reputation on the line to talk about something that uh, a lot of people think is just pure craziness. You know, the, the guy who convinced me that we're not alone. Dan Aykroyd, when I was working in Kingston, he used to come into the radio station. He'd come on our show. Mm-hmm. And the conviction he talks about, not just aliens, but all the paranormal stuff. Yeah. yeah he is so into it, and he, he just, he, there's no question to him that all this stuff is real, and he will sit there, and he'll look you right in the face, and mm-hmm. he'll tell you why this, and this, and this, and we're not alone, and uh, ghosts are real and this and and I was like okay Dan Aykroyd I believe you <laughs> stop talking about it jeez and I will name my son Ghostbuster in your <laughs> honor <laughs> I guess his whole family is like right into it I think that like even like his grandparents they yeah. all think they have psychic abilities just runs in the family well there's definitely stuff from space that has visited this planet jim tell the tell the meteor story i'd like this to happen to me yeah wouldn't this be nice this guy he's uh in indonesia uh he's living in a house that uh you know he's not making a lot of money basically so he's minding his own business all of a sudden he hears kablamo (laughs) you know and he looks up and there's a hole in his roof and he's like, what was that? What just happened? Was there like a construction accident or something like that? And then he, he like follows the trajectory of the hole in the roof and he finds the thing that flew through his ceiling and it was uh, like a black rock. Uh, he showed the police and the, you know, it started like, you know, the picture started making its, its, its way around uh, the internet. Eventually it was identified as a meteorite and that meteorite is worth a million dollars. Yeah, the guy sold it for over a million bucks. So yeah, he's US. now a millionaire after a rock fell through his his his, uh, his roof. How amazing is that? Not only that, he's not even gonna. He said he's gonna spend the money on a church for his community. Oh, nice couldn't guy. have happened to a better guy. Yeah, hey, I, I just I would love to see the moment like you'd be so angry. And and rattled if yeah, that you think happened. It was those damn neighbor kids or something. Yeah. Oh man, my roof. Ah. <laughs> and then hold on. What is it? A million dollars? <laughs> he was ironically a coffin maker. Uh, <laughs> so luckily he's safe. But yeah, he was working on a coffin, and all of a sudden, bam, came through his roof. If you knew in the next week a meteor is going to come, you have to stay home. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. You never know where it, when it's going to come through. But a meteor worth a million dollars is going to come through your roof at some point. Oh. It could hit you. Uh, this is like a game of Marco Polo, basically. Would you take the chance? Um, it could land somewhere. It's going to land somewhere in your house. Yeah. It could be right where you are. Yeah. And this thing was about the size of a baseball. I'd take my, I think I'd take my chances. I think you probably have like a 1 in 10,000 chance to get hit by it. I think I'd go for it. Uh, and after it know. hits your roof... Like, it's going to hit maximum velocity, so if it hits your roof... It went through his that's roof. That's true, so it'll go through your skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like... It was a pretty thin roof. Uh, I, th- I think it would hurt one way or the other. It would scare the heck out of you, that's for sure. I'd do it. You're just sitting there and suddenly your roof explodes? <laughs> what a roller coaster of emotions. And you find out the thing's worth a million mm-hmm. bucks. Good for him. Uh, here's a comment for you, Jim. This is a text message. 
in reference to the conversation we had about half an hour ago about your pool that you didn't open last year, mm-hmm. needs a new liner, so you're, you've, you've bit the bullet and you're putting in a new liner um, and you've emptied the pool. There's no water in it. Here's a text message. I'm surprised Jim didn't empty the pool earlier to use with his skateboard as a new half pipe. <laughs> Dogtown Z boys. <laughs> yeah. Here comes the Bones Brigade. <laughs> It'd be funny because it's not even like a round bottom pool. It's a very square one. <laughs> so I would just go down the deep end and then smash right into the wall. You'd be stuck. Not that it would make a difference if it was round anyway. Yeah. I'd still die. Jim's not in the Bones Brigade. He's in the Broken Bones Brigade. <laughs> Maybe if you didn't fall off a skateboard on a flat surface, Jim, yeah. after trying to do it for five seconds. Mm-hmm. You'd consider trying something like that. Might get in there with the roller skates, though. Not a kid anymore. I found a conversation for you on Reddit. Uh, Millennials are turning 40. So millennials are feeling, you know, you're you're right in there. You're feeling like you're getting a little bit older. And Mm -hmm. on Reddit, people were posting things that they have caught themselves saying that made them realize they're getting up there. Uh, I called a 21-year-old man kid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> have you done that no i don't think so kid <laughs> like when you see 20 year olds do you do they look young to you no or do you feel like they're still your peers i still feel like until i look in a mirror i don't know i still feel like well it depends because like a 19 year old and a 25 year old look 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 different to me but um i'm not at like hey sunny or hey kid phase yet i don't think i caught myself saying they just don't make them like they used to when I was shopping for a new dresser. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically a dresser. I will say that about electronics, like coffee makers and uh, toasters and stuff. Because they really like don't they make them to. like they used to. Like every every appliance I had growing up was almost indestructible. Uh-huh. Like you'd stop using it at your house and then it would be at your cottage and it would still be there for 30 years. Yeah, it would last a lifetime. Yeah. You used to get stuff fixed. Now everything's disposable. Mm -hmm. I I still see vacuum repair guys. These are the conversations old people have, Jim. Oh, no. (laughs) You see vacuum... Yeah, there's vacuum vacuum cleaner repair repair people. Yeah, in town. I'm like, who is getting their vacuum repaired? But I'm I'm so happy to see it. People with good vacuums. Mm -hmm. Uh... Being in the in the wood aisle at Home Depot, I said, "Oh, that's some good lumber." I've said that for since I was a teen, though. Yeah, I always, yeah. always appreciated some good. That's lumber. some expensive lumber, is yeah, what no you're twists. saying now. Yeah. Uh, you want to go out for dinner? I can't. I have chicken in the fridge that I defrosted, and I need to cook it before it goes bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been there. That 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 I wish I did more when I was in my twenties, though. When I was younger, I've wasted so much food. I knew I was getting old when I caught myself at 1 p.m. saying, I can't have any more caffeine or I'll never get to sleep tonight. (laughs) Yep, been there. I got one, Taz. That's going to hurt in the morning when you see somebody do something stupid or like lift something really heavy and go, oh, that's going to hurt in the morning. On yesterday's show, we we told you a story about a woman down in the States who uh, received her child's birth certificate in the mail. She thought she had named her daughter Cora. K-O-R-A, but when she got the birth certificate, somebody screwed up, and uh, her daughter's official name is Corn. <laughs> K-O-R-N. Like Gotta the, keep it now. Yeah, the band from the 90s. Kind of a, a different name, and some people are into that. If you look at this story, babycenter.ca, Canada's most unique baby names in recent years, include Choco, hmm. Gizmo, 
like the the little mo- mogwai before it becomes a gremlin? Gizmo. <laughs> Gizmo, or just like a random machine. Yeah. Neon. Neon. Named after the Dodge automobile. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the lovable Dodge automobile. What about man? Naming your kid. Hey, man. man. Come on, man. Man. Huh. Name I your- wonder if it's like Mon. I, I just looked at Mon? it. It's like almost like Han, you know? I yeah. wonder, man? Could I don't be know. Mon. Number. Num- There's no mistaking that one. Somebody <laughs> named their child Number. Might as well just name it like, it, it, instead of uh, the word number, it should just be like a hashtag, the number symbol. That'd be cool, like Prince. Yeah. That's not the number symbol anymore, though. It's, it's hashtag. hashtag. Yeah, I guess yeah. it is, eh? Uh, top, strangest girls' names were Miss. Well, Miss and Man need to get together. <laughs> uh, Panda. Panda. Quinlan Rocklin, two different names. Mm-hmm. Rocklin's kind of nice. Rocklin and Quinlan, that's cool. I mean, at least it sounds like a name. Soda. Oh, the Outsiders. Remember that? Zen is another name. Zen. I don't know. Is there someone named Soda in the Outsiders? Yeah, there was Pony Boy and his brother so- Soda Pop. Oh, this is a girl's name. Yeah. Uh, huh. Isn't that also, didn't George Costanza want to name his kid Soda? <laughs> I think. How about this? Or maybe it was Seven. I forget. It was Seven. It was Seven? Yeah. I feel like Soda was in. Maybe Maybe I'm getting my pop culture uh, confused, but definitely The Outsiders. Uh, Soda Pop was one of the boys' names. Speaking of pop culture, somebody named their kid Ghostbuster. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. This that is my son, Ghostbuster. I mean, would that kid be the outsider in school in kindergarten, or would he be immediately go to the top of the list of coolest kid? Yeah, <laughs> going down the attendance. All right, we're looking for Ghostbuster Jones, <laughs> Turbo, Who are you call? Rhythm, Sherlock, Frosty, Castle. Sherlock. That's cool. Einstein. <laughs> really setting your kid up for failure when you name him Einstein, though. Yeah, there's no way he's gonna live up to the legacy of the dog from Back to the Future. <laughs> I'm on a real uh, decluttering kick. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And yesterday I did the back room in the basement, like the furnace room. Mm-hmm. The furnace room that was now a storage room? It got rid of... Well, I didn't get rid of because I don't know what to do with them. Uh, old paint cans. Like I got half full paint cans that have been collecting dust down there for... 10, 15 years. Where do you take old paint? I, I need the same answer. I don't know. I, but, I but think I just to the it, dump. I moved it from the basement up into the garage, which is a step in the right direction. <laughs> so my my garage looks like like crap, but my basement's looking pretty nice. Huh. I don't I think you just take it to the dump, but I, I always feel like I never want to throw it out just in case I need to touch something up, which I've never touched anything up before. That's what I figured too. Yeah. I'm on a if I haven't used it in five years, it's leaving the house. That's awesome. Kind of mode right now. Just a quick tip on paint, though. I was at Rona getting paint not too long ago, and they said, do not leave your uh, old paint cans on concrete. Uh, Put them up on a shelf because somehow the concrete, something makes it go bad. So if you actually do want to use it later, don't just leave it on your uh, garage floor. Put it up on a shelf. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Who's this? This is Dan. Dan, you got an answer for us? Yeah, he just said it. Rona, they take back your empty cans. What if there's still cans. paint? If there's paint in the cans, will they take them? I think so, yeah. 
And that's like, would Lowe's, Home Depot do the same thing? I'm not sure about Lowe's or Home Depot. I'm pretty sure they do too, but I know Rona does. Uh, Dan, I don't know if pretty sure is going to cut it. I'm not putting all these cans into my trunk and lugging them somewhere only to be told that they're not going to take them off my hands. It's exercise. Yeah, it's a little nerve-wracking right. driving around the city with paint cans in the back of your car if you hit a speed bump too fast. Oh, I saw I saw on Twitter or Facebook somewhere a picture of somebody at a sports car and they stopped fast and, and they were heading home with a can of paint. And it exploded all over the dashboard. Oh, I think it was uh, a Bugatti. <laughs> you know, just there's certain things you shouldn't put in a Bugatti. Uh-huh. Yeah. Much anything other than humans. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, uh, you were talking about where to get rid of paint cans this morning? Yeah. Um, I know where I live in Oxford County, just outside of Woodstock, that the dump takes them back. Even if there is paint in them, you can just go in and drop them off. I'm not sure how London works, but I'm pretty sure most dumps will take them. Okay. To the dump, right. to the dump, to the dump, dump, dump. To the dump, to the dump, to the dump, dump, dump. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say, I just huck it. I just huck it into the crick. <laughs> you know, he's like, I got a crick behind my house. I just huck it in there. Happy Earth Week, everybody. Yeah, water was looking a little brown. Let's get some color in there. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, like, is that a definitive answer? Well, there's a holy moly. There's a lot of text coming in here. Uh, they're also saying Rona and certain places like that. You can take uh, recycling centers will take paint cans. But you, like again, yours are all still filled with paint. Old painty can, Taz. Uh, Taz and Jim, hello. Hi. Hey, what do you got for us? It is. It's recycling. It's Household Hazardous Waste Day here in Brantford. Is it? Yes. That would be handy. So it happens um, once a month, and you just take your paint cans, electronics, uh Whatever's batteries, maybe you take it there. Yeah. Okay. I like it. And where do you take it to the dump? Yep. You go to the dump and And it's, but it's only on a special day where you go. All right. So I guess this is really varies depending on where you're living. You gotta, you gotta do a little digging to find out where you're getting rid of the paint. Yeah, you do. Okay. What's your name? Vonda. Thank you so much for the call. We appreciate it. Okay. Bye for now. Jim, yeah, you want to buy some paint? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what make some color? Money. Yeah, sell it on Facebook Marketplace. I can't lie. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Who do you trust? Who do you trust? It's myself, Taz, Jim Kelly. You ready to go? Mm-hmm. And Hammer Manny is joining us too. You got your lie ready, Manny? Yes, sir. <laughs> or is it? We just got him to admit he's lying. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. It's the 15-year anniversary of the closest Keith Richards has come to death. Mm. You know, people say he is invincible, he's going to live forever, but there was 1.15 years ago where he had a real close call. Each of us has a fact about that. And Lanka is our contestant. Hey, Lanka, you just have to guess who's telling the truth here. Okay. Two of us are lying, one of us telling the truth about Keith Richards' close call with uh, his mortality. Why don't we start with you, Manny? What's your fact? All right. So uh, this is the truth for sure. A few years ago, or like Taz said, uh, years ago, uh, he was on 
the set of Pirates of the Caribbean filming. And uh, while they were just like fooling around, there's a cannon on set. And Keith thought it would be funny to use the cannon or pretend to use the cannon as a bong. And mm. <laughs> what he didn't realize was um, that it was loaded. And it almost whizzed past his face. And like a cannonball. So, so yeah. let me get this straight. Yeah. He put he, his face over the end of the cannon. He put a right. lighter up to the wick. <laughs> Pretending it was a bong. <laughs> yes. And then he turned around to laugh with his his castmates. And then a cannonball was past. <laughs> Close <laughs> one, man. That's right. They really yes. shouldn't keep those live cannons on movies. <laughs> yeah, no. it's a real epidemic. People <laughs> pretending that. How old, many more actors need to die of cannon shots before somebody does something about this? Old-timey cannon injuries are a real epidemic. Okay, yeah, so that's that's Manny's fact. Uh, Jim, what is your fact about Keith Richards? Also about drugs, shockingly. Uh, about 15 years ago, uh, Keith Richards said he snorted his dad's uh, ashes through his nose like uh, like cocaine. They call it cremain lining. And, you know, it was all fun and games. I don't know why he did it. I don't I don't get it at all, but it actually blocked one of his nasal ducts, uh, got infected, and he was in the ICU for, for days until they got um, his uh, his nasal duct unplugged. Almost killed him. Snorting his father's ashes mm-hmm. almost killed him 15 years ago. Wow. Wow. That's obviously a lie. Here is the truth from your friend Taz. Like, I've never lied to you in the past. Uh, 15 years ago... Keith Richards was on vacation, and he just had a hankering for a coconut. (laughs) So he decided to climb a palm tree, get himself a fresh one, uh, but he fell out of the palm tree, landed on his head. Doctors had to drill a hole in his skull to drain a blood clot on his brain. They had to remove part of his skull in a second operation when part of his brain collapsed. Yeah, he... uh, that coconut almost cost him his life. He fell out of a palm tree. Who do you trust? Is it myself? Is it uh, Jim with the <laughs> the snorting the dad's ashes, or is it Manny with the cannonball bong? I'm gonna go with the uh, palm tree one. It's true. <laughs> You sound very sure of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You remember? That is wild. Keith Richards fell out of a palm tree while trying to climb up and grab a coconut 15 years ago today. (laughs) I mean, there's got to be an easier way to get a coconut. I mean, bless him for what what would he have been, 69, 70 when he climbed up a tree? (laughs) Holy yeah, cow. you're Keith Richards. Have your own coconut fetching monkey. <laughs> Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5:30 until 9:30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.